Speaking of things. Speaking of things. What is it? Are you not sure where, what we're doing? Tell them what it's about. It's going to be about some things. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's just roll the episode. Got it. And we're back, and we're speaking of things. This is Tim. This is Dave. All right, I hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> Got nothing left in the tank. We just had a studio lunch. Studio lunch. Catered. Yep. Catered lunch. <laughs> Cater- catered by your wife. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, had some ham. And burgers. Same thing. In the, in the burgers. And potatoes. Some pickles. Did you know? I don't think so. Fun fact. Fun fact about <laughs> pickles. Whoa. They are just pickled cucumbers. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. You must have uh, did like a research paper in college or something on that. How would you know that? I used to be a vegetarian. <laughs> Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. So when I met you. What did we say? Six years? Six years ago. If you're using the uh, Gregorian calendar. Yeah, but if it's future times and you're listening to this, then the numbers are way off. longer. And so, also, if you're listening in a country that uses metric. That's <laughs> not how math works. So um, when, I, when I met math you... Math does exactly work that way. Okay. So... <laughs> not my math. I don't subscribe to your math. Calendar math doesn't work that way. I have my own math. The, uh, at the time you were in the midst, correct me if I'm wrong, of an, dare I say experiment? An experiment. Yeah. And the, the experiment was to not eat meat, which is some, I guess some might refer to that as being a vegetarian. I'm, I'm going to be a vegetarian. Correct. What pescatarian? What's pescatarian? Pescatarian, you eat fish. Yeah. Um, but no meat. So no red meat. Gotcha. Yeah. Goldfish, fine. Swedish fish. Okay. Fine. So actually, Swedish fish is a no. So you were vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you actually can't eat Swedish fish, though, if you're a vegetarian. Because uh, the jelly, if I'm not mistaken, the jelly uh, gelatin actually has ground up bone, if I remember correctly. And so, yeah. Brizzle? Yeah. Jello's made of bones. Mm hmm. But just like the really flimsy bones, I imagine. The ground up bones. <laughs> So, so the experiment that you were in the midst of when I, when I first met you, God help me, the, um, the, the, you were not eating meat. Correct. And you, but how was that an experiment? Because you did not eat meat for how long? When I had met you, it had been, wow, probably three or four years at that point. Okay. And then you continue said experiment. Until it ended. Until it ended. So probably five, five plus years? Yeah, over five and a half years. Right. So that, in your mind, was an experiment. Yeah. And yeah, there are people who are listening who probably still don't know I'm now a meat eater. So, <laughs> so then you, can, can you walk me through, like when you did you say, you know what, experiment is over. 
yeah, one day I just really wanted a chicken sandwich. <laughs> and so I went out and got a chicken sandwich. That was it. That was it. How did you, how did you get into the experiment? So I had a, a friend who was a vegetarian and had been for a while and I just didn't, didn't get it. And so I was like, I'm just going to try this for a year see how it goes. And like three or four months in, I decided, yeah, this is for me. I'm not going to eat meat anymore. And so I didn't eat meat. Well, that then the, then the experiment did end in like three or four months. You, you committed. Committed. Oh, all yeah. right. All right. Because I was under the impression you were still experimenting the entire time, which seems an ex- exorbitant amount of experimental time. Some experiments go on for years. Okay. Help the situation. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm just saying it the whole thing. So at three to four months, you're like, hells yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm into these veggies. And yeah. and you're like, hit me up mm-hmm. with all the veggies, man. Yeah. I don't know if you actually said that or not. It feels like something a vegetarian might say. <laughs> but <laughs> but but then you're like, don't you get that meat near me? Cause I'm a vegetarian. Or sweet Swedish fish, and then, <laughs> and so what? What was the appeal? What was the appeal of it? Of the vegetarian lifestyle? I think I just felt better. I felt like I had more energy. What do you feel like? Uh, better. <laughs> I think when I said I feel better, <laughs> um, <laughs> were you feeling bad to begin with? Like not no okay so yeah so you're feeling fine and you're like you know what I went to like fine plus <laughs> extra fine yeah I, I'm feeling extra fine yeah. you know medium fine medium fine yeah like medium or extra extra medium yeah extra medium extra medium yeah extra fine all right um I have no issue with vegetarians I think it's it's cool I. I just, I, I don't, I, I've never reached a point where I'm like, you know what? No more meat. Done. We just, we just ate a burger, made a ham. We right? did. I mean, and sometimes, you know, some people will go their entire lives eating meat. <laughs> wow. That is really profound. That, can I quote you on that? You can. <laughs> you can. <laughs> Looking up a book of quotes. Some people <laughs> Some words of wisdom. Yeah. If you want to isolate that, some people will go their entire lives eating meat. Wow. You have t-shirts printed up with that? I should. There should be a bumper sticker, a t-shirt, hats, the whole deal. Buttons. It feels excessive, but whatever. So, um, so your first, uh, venture back into putting meat in your mouth was with chicken. (laughs) I think that's a different podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Chicken sandwich. Uh, from where? Chick-fil-A. Ah, yes. Yeah. The king of chicken sandwiches. I mean, and- I guess you could just say, you know, blame it on the Christians. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, they haven't ruined things. Oh, my God. And there goes a portion of our audience <laughs> yet again. But half of nothing is still nothing. In terms of audience. So the Chick-fil-A sandwich magic comes from what, what, what do they do? Do you know? 
to make the sandwich? The, the, the secret to the awesomeness of that chicken sandwich. And consistency. Wrong. The pickle brine. Pickle brine. Boom. They, they put the chicken in pickle brine? Uh, welcome to 2023. And yes, yes, there, there's a pickle brine that occurs in this, in this chicken process. I've never heard this before. Uh, you can ask the Google, you can ask chat GPT if you like, but, um, so like, if you want to try to make it at home, there's plenty of people that, that show you the recipes for like fast food recipes. No. Did you say no? No, I said, yeah. Oh, it sounded like no. Um, so, uh, I didn't, I didn't try this because I think it would be a stupid thing to try because you can go to Chick-fil-A and get their sandwich. Right. But someone I'm related to decided to try this. And since they were making the food, I decided to eat it. Yeah. And they got all the ingredients. And one of the main things was, hey, do we have pickles? Yeah. All right. Can I just use the juice, the brine? And that's, yeah, the look that you're giving me right now, that was the look that I gave the, 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 the family relative. Um, and they're like, yeah, because it's Chick-fil-A and pickle brine. And I, I'm like, that sounds made up. But actually, it wasn't. And then he, he did a fantastic job, lots and lots of effort, and resulted in a sandwich that didn't quite taste as good as Chick-fil-A. And I said, you know what? Why don't we go to Chick-fil-A? Did you know, I mean, you're speaking of pickle brine, um, pickle juice actually, from my understanding, is a great cure for hangovers. That sounds made up too. It's not, is it? Because all of the salt in there, it helps rehydrate your body. What? Yeah. Then why wouldn't you just eat some salt? This, this doesn't is taste to be- as good. Gatorade, straight salt. It's, it's pretty awful. How about Gatorade? Gatorade is like... Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I think a lot of potassium in Gatorade. I don't... This, and salt. I, I have no idea. So are you, you... Is this supposed to be like a hangover cure thing? What is th- happening? Yeah. I think you can... A lot of people, you know... Maybe not a lot of people. Actually, I've never met anyone who did this. Okay, so this is totally I've just read up. about it. <laughs> um, yeah, usually I just lay on the couch... Until the next day. That's my cure. <laughs> yeah. you, you wait till you sober up and then begin drinking again. Yeah. Um, this is the best way to do it. Hair of the dog. That's, how, that's the term. Yeah. Dog hair. I don't understand the term. You know what I mean? Hair yeah. of the dog? Yeah. Yeah. Why do they call it that? I don't know. There, you, there is an actual reason. We're going to ask... The robot warlords, hair of the dog meaning. You ready? Yes. You ready for this? Hair, hair, hair of the dog, an alcoholic drink taken to cure a hangover. Uh, that's not. That is what it is. Well, yeah, but I, I wanted the, okay, maybe origin. How about origin? Where did the expression come from? A, a quirky English expression. Originally, the expression referred to a method of treating a rabid dog bite. They what? Hair from the dog was placed in the wound. 
Though in that sense, having another drink, any drink, is like taking hair from... Okay, that's just stupid. Wow. Yeah, there you go. It's just like the, the whole nursery rhymes. The, the, those crazy, wacky British who would come up with those crazy nursery rhymes, and then you find out the origin of them, and you're like, that's you know, just like stupid. The plague. Do you think there'll be a nursery rhyme about COVID? You give it time. Yeah. I wonder how it would go. Um, well, it needs some sort of rhythm to yeah. it. You need probably a little character. You need a little character to it. Can I tell you? I'm going to tell you whether I can or not. It, when, I, when I was in uh, grade school, K through eight, I, what year do you learn the nursery rhymes? I don't know. I don't know. The little, the little age years. Yeah, I've never owned a kid. I, I know. know. But you were a kid. You, you, did, you, did you know, do you know your nursery rhymes? Any of them? Uh, probably London Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. That, are you tapped out after that? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. same. Same. And uh, I would have to get, so we would get called back to the back of the classroom. And you're going to sit with Miss Davis, the helper, the teacher helper. Yeah. A.K.A. not a teacher. Somebody's parent. Yeah. Don't know what they're doing. Okay. So they just have a bunch of card, uh, not cardboard, uh, construction paper, different colored construction paper, I guess, presumably to make the uh, nursery rhymes more appealing to me. Hmm. Didn't help. Okay. Little boy blue. And then she would look at me. I'm Sat like, in a shoe. I'm looking at her like, yeah. Lived in a shoe. Nope. There was an old lady. That lived in a shoe. Boom. Little boy blue. Is that the blow your horn guy? Come blow, blow your horn. I don't know. Blow my horn. <laughs> I don't know. But, okay. I would go back there, and that's how, that was her teaching method. Little boy blue, and then she would stare at me uncomfortably, and I would stare back, and she would give me the look like, now you finish it. And I gave her the look that said, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And even if I do at some point know what you're talking about, does it matter? Because it sounds like a stupid rhyme. Yeah. Because it turns out it was. Yeah, no, I can relate to that. Not for the nursery rhyme part, but similarly, like people feel like they say something and then you're going to get it. Uh, I remember misspelling words as a kid and I still do today. Really? Thank goodness for autocorrect mm -hmm. but people the teacher would then hand me a dictionary and be like look up how to spell it and like i'm not sure you understand how spelling works <laughs> i was always fascinated because i need to know how to spell it well sound it out so i spent about three hours trying to find the word ghost in merriam <laughs> webster's dictionary yeah they would tell you to sound it out where's the h sound in there yeah <laughs> Hey, look up how to spell pseudonym. Sound it out. So it's obviously an S. All right, here we go. Yeah. Guess what, Teach? It it's ain't in, in this book. <laughs> it's, it ain't in this book. Yeah. You're not looking in the right section. It starts with P. It's a silent P. When I sounded it out, I didn't hear a silent P. Yeah. How do you look that up? A pseudonym. <laughs> it's... I, I feel like that's teacher's, teacher's way of just fucking with kids. I think so. Now, I went to Catholic school, so I had the Irish nuns. I went to Catholic school. 
Well, you don't have to brag about it. So, um, did you have Irish nuns? Uh, no, I think they're all Polish. Oh. Okay. I guess that's the end of that story, isn't it? But anyway, I, <laughs> Irish nuns. Irish nuns, yeah. So, um... They drink a lot? No, it seemed like they did. Because there was a sadistic aspect to it of, um, you get in trouble, and what do you do? They, they get the uh, the wood paddle, right? Listen, it, and the wood paddle has holes drilled in it. Oh, yeah, for of, speed. Of a frown face. Yeah. And I'm thinking it, it didn't come like that. <laughs> no. Right? So then I had a visual of Sister Claude or maybe Sister Paul. Sister Paul was all of about four foot nothing. But, man, she was... You didn't mess with Sister Paul. She came out with that freaking paddle, paddle, and due to the aerodynamics of the holes being drilled in, all I could picture was late at night, like maybe by candlelight or something, Sister Paul with not a battery drill. This would have been plugged into 120 volts, just cranking away, you know, just tearing this thing up in preparation for reprimanding, you know, a fourth grader. Like maybe somebody like me who decided I'm going to steal everything in the classroom, including things I don't need. Actually, I'm going to steal everything I don't need. So I, I just raided the closet and just stole the chalk, the, um, the markers, the pens, the paper, everything. I mean, it was probably, <laughs> it's probably better to deal with sister Claude and her holes in the paddle then <laughs> no the, then no, the- <laughs> no no make it stop make it stop <laughs> right right <laughs> i'm talking i'm talking about a wooden paddle let's stay focused well <laughs> So anyway, bring it back to the paddle. There's actually, um, I just looked it up, but I remember several years ago, schools in Texas had started bringing back paddling. And just as recently as last year, there are more schools who um, are bringing back paddling. Here's one in Texas, the Three Rivers Independent School District. Independent. Yeah, has yeah. brought back paddling. <laughs> just, um, just recreational paddling. <laughs> Well, for kids who misbehave. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't yeah. know. It was like, it's Tuesday. Anyone's name that begins with a T, come on down for your paddling. No? No. Not how it works. So you, for kids who misbehave. I wonder what, what is the uh, line in the sand? Like you misbehave as in like you, you cracked a joke when the teacher was talking or does it have to be like more serious? Yeah, it doesn't say what will get you paddled just that they're bringing back paddling interestingly enough in the article one parent said please bring back paddling and they spelled it p-l-l-l-l-u-u-u-u-e-e-e-e-z-z-z-z-e bring back paddling don't think you're gonna find that in the dictionary you're not no (laughs) (laughs) this parent sucks at spelling probably didn't get paddled enough (laughs) yeah or never figured out the dictionary. <laughs> or maybe maybe it's not the parent, it's whoever wrote this article. At your school, th- did they have the uh, the holes drilled in the paddle? 
No, they had stopped that by the time I went to school. But I did get dragged to the principal's office by my ear. Yeah, that was a common time. thing. I don't know. They they always went right for the ear. Yeah. It's good. It's a good move, actually. Not gonna leave a mark, but it's gonna let you know that the eventually that cartilage will detach. Yeah. At least it feels like it will. And then you need a rat to get your ear back. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you lost your ear. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So oh, one ear, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder why they never drilled holes in rulers because they used to smack your knuckles. Oh, but did they stack the rulers? Uh, I've never heard of the stacking of the. Rulers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, just take. The, of course, they were all wooden rulers. Mm-hmm. You had that little metal on the side edge. They never did go for the metal. Thank God. I think they probably figured out was the the line. You can't cross it's that probably line. Probably going to amputate some fingers. <laughs> so you take the flat side of the wooden ruler. I don't know how many you stack up. I guess it depends on uh, how bad uh, the kid was, but they would stack them up and then just wrap them with rubber bands. Yeah. And then here was, here was the thing. Here was the fatal mistake as the student. You were supposed to hold your handles, handles, your hands out. And in this case for the ruler smack, it was knuckles up. Okay. Not palm up. So knuckles up. And then they, they mentally prepared you, just that psychological warfare, just don't move your hand. Don't move your hand. Okay, every instinct in your body says when that sucker comes down, so does your hand, because you're, you're going to lessen the impact. Yeah. That was the kiss of death, because they saw it. Now they're going to double down. Yeah. And if you move again... They're getting the slide rollers. Boom. Out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Man. And you see yeah. how I turned out, so it works. You know, interestingly, uh, we were talking about amputation earlier. <laughs> speaking of things. <laughs> speaking of. <laughs> I'm reading this book about World War II. Oh, that's really interesting. And uh, I'm not, in, in there, it mentions the Nazis. I'm not sure if you heard they were involved in World War II. Okay. If you say so, go ahead. Yeah. And... Um, there was, uh, so soldiers in this one division, it started in one division, but expanded, who didn't want to fight. They started shooting people. They, sorry, no. They started shooting themselves in the left hand and they would go to the doctor. The doctor would be like, yeah, you can't fight anymore. Yeah, we're excusing you from the war. Specifically left hand though. Specifically left hand. So, um, not sure if you're familiar with the leader of the Nazi party. <laughs> Went by uh, the name Adolf Hitler, and he figured out what the soldiers were doing, and he said, he told his field doctors, anyone who comes in who has been shot in the left hand, just finish your job, kill them, shoot them. They're done. You know, they're not being excused from the army. They're worthless. Uh, shoot wow. them, kill them. Good guy. Hitler? No. I mean, I no. wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be no. attributed with that quote. Ooh. Oh boy! Jeez! Oh God! God help us! So, uh, that's yeah. Shot themselves in the left hand. So then there, you know, was a doctor who was a sympathizer and didn't want to follow Hitler's orders. And so when soldiers came in, they were shot in the left hand. He'd be like, look, I have two choices. I can kill you 
or I can save your life, but I'm going to amputate your left arm. And so he would amputate their arm and, you know, then say the wound, whatever they came in wounded, he couldn't repair it. <clears throat> and then they would go home. He was just basically saying that the, uh, the amputating the hand wasn't enough. Correct. So he said, you know what? Let's just play it safe. Yeah. Taking let's, the whole arm. Let's take, let's take that whole arm. That seems extreme. No. I'm not, I feel like you're missing a part about how extreme Adolf Hitler was. Oh, that's right. That's right. He did have that reputation, as I understand it. He did. Yeah. He did. So. I think, yeah, kind of like the worst person in history. I, I think you're, I think you're. I mean, he's up there, there with the MVA Ask people. Chat JP. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there goes another portion of the audience. Okay. So, um, Damn. Yeah. Take the arm, save the life. Yeah. Wow, that sounds like a t-shirt. Take the arm, save a life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you gonna, should. I'm going to copyright that. You should blueprint that. That's not how it works. I'm going to copyright that. I swear to God, if you say it, you'll owe me money. <laughs> um, why are you shooting your left hand? Because it's your non-dominant hand. I would assume that's why. Yeah. Okay. Because it makes sense. I wonder how, hmm, if you're going to, sh- I'm asking you, you're, mm. you're in the, in the dubba dubba too place and um you know another fun fact yeah u.s back-to-back world war champions (laughs) continue do you get like a giant belt like in ww okay never i mean i didn't okay so what part of your hand are you going to shoot i mean there's not a lot of hand there i know but do you you imagine the center portion this see i would but that there's so many bones yeah so many little bones don't you go for the f- bullets? I'll find them. I know that's the yeah. problem. I'm saying why? Do, why don't you do that fatty, meaty part between the thumb and the pointer finger? And you just go. You know what? It, it, thumb. We'll, we'll, we can stitch that back together. It's it, the bones. Maybe some people did. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't fight. It was your story. It um, was. I thought you had the info. What? I mean, I had the info about what happened and what the doctor did. <laughs> I don't have the anatomically correct. Uh, blueprint for shooting I'm asking I'm asking for that you're gonna have to do some independent research this episode was brought to you by our sponsors who sponsored this episode on the next episode of speaking of things I think I'm gonna tell them that next time they're like mobile order I'm like nah desktop (laughs) (laughs) we got a deskie (laughs) (laughs) we got a what on the next episode of Speaking of Things. Speaking of Things is recorded live to a computer hard drive and edited for time. Special thanks to our production person for helping to cast the pod. Our fact checkers for somewhat timely facts. Our legal team for legal things, which we are not permitted to discuss for legal reasons. And allowing us to make legal disclaimers to hopefully avoid any litigation. 11 Labs for AI Voices. All voices of Tim and Dave are Tim and Dave, unless otherwise disclosed during the course of the pod production. Speaking of things would not be possible without sounds coming from our faces or your good listening ears. Until next time, keep speaking of things. It's probably better to deal with Sister Claude and her holes in the paddle than... (laughs) No, 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 no. Make it stop. Make it stop.